Welcome to another edition of the Inside Scoop. My name is Neil Crawford. I'm your host and also the founder of Anytime Soccer Training. If you're not familiar with Anytime Soccer Training, it's a web application with well over 5,000 training videos. And it's pretty cool because number one, it's free to join and every video is 100% follow along. If you want to get better at soccer, you want to become um, technical, more confident, more skillful on the ball, check out anytime-soccer.com. This summer is a great chance to hone those technical skills as you lead into the new season. Again, it's anytime-soccer.com. It's free to join. You get a lot of free content. Coaches enjoy it because they can create teams and see that their players are doing it. Now let's get on to the show. Guys, this is going to be a super short show. It's actually going to be a precursor to a longer show. But every time I try to do the longer show, get my notes together, try to get my thoughts together, something comes up that distracts me from doing that show. And I do another show that's more that I feel is more pressing. So I'm going to get to that show. But what I want to do today is drop um, this little tidbit of the future show, get your feedback um, on it, because your feedback helps inform um, the, you know, my thoughts, helps inform the shows in the future. And then maybe I'll drop a few of these tidbits. And then I'll wrap it up with a with a longer, more comprehensive show, because I do think this is an important message. All right. So here we go. So the show is going to be entitled In Search of Unicorns. And you're probably saying, well, what is what is he talking about? Well, we have to take a step back and, and remind ourselves why I created this podcast in the first place. So number one, we talked about is because I wanted to learn what it would be like if my children um, lived in other cities and play soccer. And then we use that, uh, those conversations as a, as a cultural immersion, but also by juxtaposing the different areas of soccer around the world, we're able to better understand youth soccer in the States. So that's one thing we try to do. Another thing we try to do is uh, what we call raising the whole child. So we bring in experts to talk about specific areas in youth soccer, youth development, so that we can get a more uh, measured and data-driven an informed opinion on certain things. And I need to do more of that, actually. And another way, reason we do this show is because we want to share some soccer tips that I've learned along the way that I don't see emphasized enough in team trainings or in private training sessions. So again, no knock on our coaches or our trainers. These are just things that I noticed that I teach my boys that I want to share with you guys. And then um, another reason is obviously marketing. I'm a serious person. I want to get to know you. I want to build a relationship with you. And I want and I want you to know that I would never um, offer anything to you uh, <laughs> that I didn't think would add immediate value to your life. I don't waste people's time. I don't waste my time. And so I want to build trust with you in that regard. And so you'll try anytime soccer training, at least uh, try it out and see what it's all about. Because again, it's free to join. And finally, and one of the most important reasons I do this show is because it's creating an audio diary for my sons. How my sons think, or at least getting exposure to a way of thinking, um, is very important to me for my sons. And I hope when I do these types of shows, you guys are able to take, get takeaways from it. At a minimum, you be able to talk about it and say, I don't agree with what Neil said here, but this is kind of um, 
how I view, how I think about it. And you can have that conversation with your child. And so the In Search of Unicorn show, not to be too dramatic, is one of those shows where I am literally fighting. I want to fight for my children's minds so that when they become adults, they, they will process this thing a certain way. So what are we talking about? Well, when, when you're in the pursuit of excellence, when you're in pursuit of improving yourself, you're going to get, you're going to read, you're going to get, you're going to hear a lot of feedback. Most of that feedback is well-meaning, um, but at times it's, it's not particularly thoughtful. And I have a whole list of, of uh, things I read and hear that I call unicorns as it relates to the uh, area of self-improvement. And so as we talk about the area of self-improvement, my first sort of assumption is the area of self-improvement self has been studied, it's been understood, it's been experimented with, it's been tinkered, and I think we pretty much know um, what it takes. The body of self-improvement, the body of work of self-improvement has already been uh, well-established discipline. And so the only thing we're adding to the conversation now, what I'm trying to add to, add to the conversation with anytime soccer training, what we're adding to the conversation now is a way to tweak that process that works for individuals who have very specific problems, right? And so the very specific problem that anytime soccer training is trying to solve is how do we, um, how do we execute this value, this, this, this concept of self-improvement that we know works? How do we, how do we execute this? process with our children that we know works in a way that doesn't frustrate them, overwhelm them, lead to burnout and all that kind of stuff, or, or strain the parent relationship, parent-child relationship. So we know this thing works. We know this works. Um, but now we just have to apply it to uh, our lives so that we can help our children until they reach a, a uh, an age of self-actualization, self-realization, where they, they tell you whether this is something they want to do. All right. So so that's sort of why we do it. And that's sort of um, the framework that I would use as we start talking about the feedback we receive. And in this particular case, it's um, feedback that I consider to be a unicorn. So I've been doing a lot of talking. What am I talking about? Well, there are many unicorns and we're going to talk about those unicorns in a longer show. But today I want to drop one unicorn that I often hear. And I was on one of my uh, favorite parent soccer groups, and I was just, you know, wasting time reading, reading some comments. And a coach posted a post that effectively asked the question of why more coaches don't work on technical development, technical skills within the team setting, right? And this coach was saying that, you know, it's still important. Kids may or may not be as advanced as we think they are. You can do um, some technical work. And of course, I agree with that. I have a training company, so you know I agree with that. But he concluded with what I'm calling a unicorn statement that I hear quite often, which is, and he basically said, and don't tell me that, oh, this is something they should just do at home, because if you practice kicking a soccer ball a thousand times the wrong way, you're not going to get better at kicking a soccer ball, right? And this is a very common sentiment sentiment that I definitely hear a lot in coaching circles, but I hear it everywhere, you know, and I, and I'm going to, and I'm speaking to my sons here, I'm going to call this, this scenario, a unicorn. And why do I do that? Well, I've had the uh, fortune of looking at hundreds, if not thousands of children, right? 
and you guys have probably had to uh, uh, have been able to probably observe hundreds and hundreds of children. Well, the first reason I call this scenario a unicorn is because it's it's introducing a problem that that doesn't exist in most of our lives, right? And and that's we talk in youth soccer, but it really could be anything, right? So the problem in the states, especially, and the problem in my area is not that kids are going out every day practicing something a thousand times the wrong way, right? This is not the problem. This is not the problem at all. The, the emails I'm getting are not, Neil, my, my child is practicing two hours a day, but they're doing the wrong things. This is not the problem. And it doesn't appear to be um, evident in the in the um, the skill level of the kids that my children are around or the teams that I observe, right? The problem appears to be more, more along the lines of my child is not doing anything or my child is not doing enough of anything. And, and so, so, so this is a unicorn. I don't really see the kid that's practicing a thousand, doing something a thousand times consistently um, incorrectly. And so again, I put this out for public consumption. If you have that child, if you have that child that spent, spent, you know, hours and hours for years practicing the wrong thing or practicing something in the wrong way, this is a, something that would enlighten me, would help me, would help our listeners, because this is something that we want to avoid. And I always encourage people, email me, Neil, N-E-I-L at anytime-soccer.com. If that is something you're seeing, or you're a coach and you are inheriting a team of U10s and, you know, for the last three years, they've been on the grind, but just doing it the wrong way. Again, that would be something that would help me because um, it would inform my, my thinking because that's just not been my experience and that that's a unicorn. What has been my experience is people aren't doing enough of anything correctly or incorrectly. So we don't even get to the nuance of nuance point of them doing it correctly or incorrectly. The and I'm doing this free off the top of my head. So so bear with me as I get my thoughts together. So the first part of the unicorn issue is they're introducing a problem that doesn't appear to be the problem. The next uh, reason this is a unicorn is because in real life, when people tend to spend, you know, do things thousands of times, um, you know, consistently, especially over an extended period of time, for the most part, they also educate themselves on what they're doing, right? So if I go and if I'm the type of person that decides that I am going to, well, I can give you a real example. I did a, um, I did a the triathlon years ago and I had to really beef up my swimming, right? And so because I knew I had to spend, a, I was swimming a lot and spending a, so much time in the pool, I went back and took swimming lessons to kind of ensure that I was doing things right. Then I would go to all of these swim meets, like like groups, group meets for swimming. And I'll never forget this like it was yesterday. Uh, the first time I went and did open water swimming, I was completely terrified. I could only go like two feet into the water before I just was like, this is crazy. This is nothing like swimming in the pool. So then to overcome that fear, I had to, I joined this swim group that swim in this kind of query, but it was like, a, um, it was open water, but it was really controlled. And that got me over that barrier. So I guess I'm saying, it, you don't really meet people who want to spend 
hundreds and hundreds and hours of doing something, but also not take advantage of the readily available information that they have. And in the case of soccer, especially the kids are probably going to practice three or four days a week where they're being taught something. And then in this case, they're probably just going home and, and practicing it. And so while in theory, it's possible to practice something wrong hours and hours and hours and hours a day consistently, it's a unicorn because you don't even, because the type of person who does that is also the type of person that's going to go on YouTube and, and look at a video of kicking the ball against the wall to make sure they're doing it right. But again, if you have a kid who spent the last two years spending kicking the ball thousands of times with their toe instead of the inside of their foot, you know, keeping it um, keeping it locked and pointing that foot forward. If you have that, again, please kneel neil at anytime anytime-soccer.com. Let me know because this will this will help inform us, and I would love to have you on the show. Another reason this is a unicorn is because this is not learning to play soccer is not rocket science. Actually, learning to do almost anything is not rocket science. And even if you talk to rocket scientists, they're going to tell you, actually, uh, there's a few concepts you need to understand, but you probably can, once you kind of got that, yeah, my job is not particularly difficult. I am going to go on a limb here and say, you could probably perform heart surgery. You could teach yourself to perform heart surgery if someone gave you a lot of fake hearts and gave you some basic instructions and you practice the techniques for thousands of hours. Even a heart surgeon is going to be like, yeah, it's pretty routine once you know how, once you understand this, you understand that, and you understand this. Where we step in is when there's complications, right? Uh, if there's any complications and you're not a heart surgeon, you're going to run into serious, serious problems. And I'm being a bit facetious there, but you talk to anybody about their job. I don't care how complicated you think it is. The first thing they're going to say to you is, yeah, I know it seems daunting at first, but really it kind of boils down to these, these, these major concepts. And you get that right. You're going to, you're going to be able to knock out about 80% of what I do. That other percent, yeah, you need some specialized training. Uh, that other 20%, you need some specialized training, but the 80%, you, it's probably pretty much common sense. <laughs> well, that's kind of how I feel about soccer. Like, you know, I, oftentimes I, live, I deal with a lot of parents who explain to me, hey, Neil, um, I didn't grow up playing soccer. I don't know where to start. And, you know, you, you, you know, all this stuff and how did you, whatever. And I can't do what you're doing. And I'm like, fam. I did not even touch a soccer ball until my boy started. And yes, it took a lot of trial and error. Yes, it took a lot of discipline. Yes, it took a lot of, um, of you know, uh, work and mistakes and stuff. But at the end of the day, it's not rocket science. And even to this day, I was helping a friend of mine train his son. And when we got to the passing session, I got on my hands and knees, as I always do, and use my hands, right? So... Don't tell me it's so complicated that you can't figure this stuff out. And at a minimum, you can do something. So in other words, uh, there is a big gap in between, you know, organizing the best technical session possible, using the greatest technique and blah, blah, blah. 
and doing nothing. So, you know, I got another podcast I want to do. Can you chase, race, play goalie, play 1v1, uh, play defense? Can you, you know, add structure? All of these are all things that parents can do and people can do with no soccer background um, um, required. So I said this was going to be a super short show. I hope it's a super short show. This is just a precursor into the show In Search of Unicorns. And I want to drop that show In Search of Unicorns because to my boys, the moment you start pursuing excellence, people are going to point out unicorns and you have to um, understand that these people are coming from a good place, but uh, they're either talking about something that doesn't exist in reality or it's or they're trying to solve a problem that doesn't exist in your life right or they are introducing something to to, that distracts from from the business of getting better right so are you in the business of getting better and if you're in the business of getting better then you got to really block out a lot of these distractions and there are a lot of motivations as to why people bring introduce these distractions but irrespective of their motivations, you have to stay on task. And so in summary, getting better at soccer is not rocket science. Teaching someone how to kick a soccer ball um, to their buddy accurately, that ain't rocket science. Teaching someone how to dribble with their laces and maneuver the ball through practice, that ain't rocket science. And even if it was rocket science, rocket scientists will tell you, "Ah, you know, 80% 80% of my job is pretty routine, but yeah, there's 20% that you can kind of do some serious damage, right? And then um, don't try to solve a problem that don't exist. Your problem, your problem, my problem, uh, my problem is not that I'm going to the gym every day, but you doing the wrong exercises. My problem is I ain't going to the gym consistently enough. And uh, and, our, and our problem in, in youth soccer for when it comes to technical ability is not that everybody's getting all these reps, but they're doing the wrong thing. The problem is they ain't getting enough reps, period. And the problem is not what they're doing. Unopposed, uh, opposed, uh, semi-opposed, free play, game, futsal. The format is not the issue. They're not doing any of this stuff enough to be as competitive as the leagues and the and the coaches and the parents and the players tout right and that's very important so with that being said guys i hope you enjoyed this this was pretty much a rant lecture free free thought uh hope it hope it was helpful for someone definitely going to be something that i discuss with my sons check out anytime dash soccer to learn more about what we do have a great weekend and let's get better together